0: Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 13 of The Christian's Daily Walk by Henry Scudder. Presumption and Turning the Grace of God into Lasciviousness, Jude 4. Continuing in sin that grace may abound, Romans 6, 1 through 2. Mr. Scudder is giving us rules for self-examination from the gospel of Christ. Continuing, making light of Christ, not esteeming him as the pearl of great Christ, price, and being willing to part with all to obtain it, Matthew thirteen forty five forty six. 46. Slighting the benefits of redemption, Luke 14, 16 to 20 such as peace with God through the blood of Christ, the gift of the Holy Spirit as sanctifier, meekness for and a title to the kingdom of heaven, and communion with God in the way to it. undervaluing the means of salvation the holy scriptures secret prayer public worship the sacraments etc and not being spiritual in if attendant upon them john 4:23 hebrews 10:25 great coldness and indifference about the honor of the sacred name into which I was baptized, and all the peculiar doctrines of the gospel. Philippians 3.3 3. No joyful progress in the works of faith and labors of love to the full assurance of hope, even where faith is unfeigned. Philippians 3.12-15 In constancy and fickleness, in the service of God with the natural consequences thereof. Despondency, diffidence, and the spirit of bondage again to fear. Galatians five seven, Romans eight, fifteen. Slavish fear and cowardice. 2 Timothy one seven declensions in the love of Christ and the fruits of holiness and growing conformity to the world, luxury, gaiety, pastimes, etc., with increasing inattention to the soul's immortality, the approach of death and eternity, the coming of the Lord, the resurrection and judgment day. Heaven's joys or hell's horrors, Romans 2, 1-10, 2 Peter 3, 14. Upon the whole, how shall man be just with, or justify himself before, God? If he contend with him, he cannot answer him, one of a thousand, Job 9, 2 and 3, so that Every mouth must be stopped, since all the world is become guilty before God, being justified, if ever, freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ, whom God hath set forth in the most illustrious manner, to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, etc. Romans 3, 19-27 Nineteen to twenty seven beware, therefore, lest that come upon you, which is spoken of in the prophets, behold ye despisers, and wonder and perish acts thirteen forty forty one examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith, prove your own selves, know ye not your own selves. How that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. 2 Corinthians 8.5 Self-judging for sin The evil nature and effects of sin Thus having, by God's holy law, found out your sins, you must arraign and accuse yourself, as it were, at the bar of God's tribunal representing your sins to your mind as they are in their heinousness and mischievousness according to their several aggravations. First, consider sin in its nature. It is a moral evil, an irregularity in the soul and actions and enmity to god the chief good it is the worst evil worse than the devil and satan he had not been a devil but for sin worse than hell which as it is a torment is caused by sin and is only contrary to the good of the creature whereas sin itself is contrary to the good of the creator It is such a distemper of the soul that the scripture calls it wickedness of folly, even foolishness of madness. Ecclesiastes 7.25 Secondly, considering from whence sin in man had its original, even from the devil. John 8.44 Genesis 3 who is the father of it it came and comes from hell james 3:15. therefore is earthly sensual devilish whensoever you sin you do the lusts of the devil thirdly consider the nature of the law whereof sin is a transgression a law most perfect most holy just and good Romans 7.12 Galatians 3.21 Romans 8.3 which would have given eternal life to the doers of it had it not been for this cursed sin fourthly consider the person against whom sin is committed whom it highly offends and provokes. It is God. Psalm fifty one four. To whom you owe yourself and all that you have, who made Acts eighteen twenty eight and does preserve you and yours, who though you have sinned, desires not your death. Ezekiel thirty three eleven, nor afflicts you willingly but had rather that you should humble yourself repent and live who that you might be saved gave his only begotten son to death to ransom you john 3:16 who by his ministers makes known his word and goodwill towards you making proclamation that if you will repent and believe, you shall be saved. Yea, entreats you by his ministers to be reconciled to him, 2 Corinthians five twenty. It is that God, who is rich in goodness, forbearance, and long suffering, Second Peter three nine, waiting when you will return that you may live who, on the other hand, if you despise this his goodness and shall continue in your sin, thereby provoking the eyes of his glory, Isaiah 3, 8, is a terrible and revengeful God, Nahum 1, 2, who, if you still err in heart and will not walk in his ways, has sworn in his wrath that you shall not enter into his rest. Hebrews 3.11 Who in his wrath is a consuming fire. Hebrews 12.29 And is ready and able to destroy body and soul in the eternal vengeance of hellfire. Matthew 10.28 Fifthly, consider sin in the evil effects of it. Namely, it brought a curse upon the whole creation. Genesis 3.17, Romans 8.20 For man's sake, whereby the creatures are become defective and oftentimes unserviceable, nay, hurtful to you, from your sins come all manner of diseases and afflictions that ever befell you. This your sin, until it be repented of and pardoned, makes you hateful to God, Psalm 11.5, separates between you and God, Isaiah fifty nine two, causing him to withhold good things from you. Jeremiah 5.25, and to inflict evil upon you even in this life. It defiles the whole man, Titus 1.15, and every renewed act of sin does strengthen the body of sin and works a decay of grace in you, though you be regenerate. And if it be gross iniquity, if it does not benumb and sear your conscience yet, It will wound it and break the peace thereof, if it be tender, vexing it as motes do your eye or thorns your feet. Psalm 51, causing terrors and doubtings of salvation. God's withdrawing his favor and loving countenance from you. And if you be not in Christ, it will in the end Bring upon you everlasting damnation. Matthew twenty-five forty six Revelation eleven eight. Sixthly, consider the ransom for sin, who paid it, and what was paid. Consider Christ Jesus who he was and what he did and suffered to take away your sin. He the only Son of God, very God, did veil his glory for a time and left heaven to dwell in the tabernacle of human flesh, taking upon him the estate of a servant, Philippians 2, 6-8. He was poor, despised of men, Isaiah 53, 3, Persecuted from the manger to the cross, made to shed tears abundantly, yea, so tormented with the sense of God's wrath for your sin, that for very anguish he did sweat, as it were, drops of blood. Luke 22, 44. He was accused, condemned, spit upon, mocked, buffeted and scourged by wicked men, Matthew 27, 1-31, made to bear his own cross till for very faintness he could bear it, no longer, Mark 15, 21. Then he was crucified between thieves, dying the most accursed death, Galatians three, thirteen, 13, and which to him was more than all the rest, he, in his human apprehension, was forsaken of God, crying out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Matthew twenty-seven forty-six. Now, you may be assured that if the justice of God could have been satisfied, and your sin expiated and done away by a less price, Jesus Christ, his only Son, would never have been caused to pour out his soul a sacrifice for your sin. Isaiah 53 10 and 12. This looking by the eyes of your faith upon Christ, whom you have pierced, Zechariah 12 10. Will that once show you? The greatness and hatefulness of your sin, which required an infinite ransom, and the infinite love of God in Christ towards you, even when you were his enemy, in providing for you a sure remedy, which will free you from both the guilt and power of this sin. This concludes episode 13 of Henry Scudder's The Christian's Daily Walk.